to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today are two lovely people, one of them being Lindsay. Hello! And Daniel. Hi. Uh, are you ready to be conquered? Uh, like in, in what, what way? way? <laughs> <laughs> Can you qualify that? <laughs> no, no, I can't. In like a good way, like I surrender, or like uh, like violent. take me, daddy, way, or like. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't daddy, know. No. <laughs> if you're if you're into robots, if you're into robots, maybe. Oh, we talk about Ultron. Is it cute? Ah, <laughs> Ultron! Yeah. Wow. We're going to go through uh, his backstory, which is always fun. All right. Um, now, what do you think Ultron's real name is? <laughs> John. I don't know his name. I know his name, though, but I can't think of it. Hank Pym Jr. <laughs> I'm joking. It's Ultron. Oh? But he also oh, went really? by... <laughs> It's just Ultron. It's just Ultron. (laughs) He also went by Crimson Cal, the Space Knight, the Vision, Torino XL, Ultron 5, Ultron 6, Ultron 7, Ultron 8, Ultron 11, Ultron 12, Ultron Mark 12, Ultron 13, Ultron 14, Ultron 14, Ultron uh, Ultron Pym, Hank Pym. There's lots of iterations. Because this is a straight up robot, not a cyborg. Yes. It's a robot. Okay, Okay, so let's get into this. There's lots to go through. (laughs) Ultron's occupation is would-be conqueror and enslaver of men. Mm. Uh, Ultron does not use a dual identity because I don't know why. He's a robot. (laughs) Um, Does it go by James pronoun? Oh my goodness. Does it go by pronoun? Let me see. Hmm. Because I want to say a he. I'm going to say they. they. I'm going to say they. Because some of the robots do have a have a preferred gender pronoun. So, um, like, you know. James Spader was the name that I was thinking of. Because uh, he's the guy that voiced Ultron in the movie. Yeah. So, that's oh, a male voice. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Place of Inception. Sescrow, you New Jersey. Oh, he's a Jersey Jersey. Jersey. A Jersey boy. Marital status. Inapplicable. Now, <laughs> let me let me get down to this real quick. Clearly has sentience. I think they can't consent to being married and maybe having a weird sexual relationship with someone. So I think they should get married. It's illegal to marry a robot. Constructor slash programmer, Dr. H- Henry Prem, aka Hank Pym. A.K.A. Scientific Adventurer. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's the original. And then 2 through 12 is self-constructed. A more perfect iteration. Oh, I mean, they get defeated every time. Ultron first appeared in The Avengers, issue number 50, in January, uh, Jan- not January, July 1968. And deliver us from the masters of evil. Bum, bum, oh my! Bum. Um, basically, it looks like it's the Black Knight 
the Melter, Whirlwind, Claw, and Radioactive Man. This would probably be like Masters of Evil, maybe two or three, I want to say. And um, they are, they have Black Panther, Giant Man, and Hawkeye. And like, Why is Giant Man covered in foam? I think he's covered in a heath of X, which is uh. a thing that I just realized is a thing. Oh, adhesive X. Let's see what that is <laughs> real quick. <laughs> it's it's glue. <laughs> yeah, it's just glue. It's just glue. It was it's made by Nazi- It was made by Nazis in World War Two. Oh dear. Yeah, that's not what you want. Nazi glue. Just maybe you shouldn't be using that glue. Son of a Nazi person <laughs> who made it. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> uh, so Ultron is a robot possessing the capacity for creative intelligence and self-repair who had become a menace to humankind. Originally designed by Dr. Hank Pym, at that time was known as Goliath, the prototype Ultron 1 was a non-humanoid con- constructing of one torso Slash head on a tank treads with two slender limbs. Uh, programmed mm. by Pym with an artificial intelligence system, he derived from uh, the studying the android Dragon Man. If you want to hear me talk about Dragon Man, I have a Dragon Man episode labeled Dragon Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ultron One surprised its creator with its uh, precocity. Which I've never heard uh, precocious being used as a uh, noun instead hmm. of an adjective. Mm. Um, Precoc- precocity. Huh. So, so like, it probably went up to, like, old people and said that they're old <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of the uh, debugging program, Pim set... Uh, set up an introspect- introspection routine for Ultron, which inadvertently provided the uh, artificial being with rudimentary self-awareness and emotions. <laughs> uh, that's Consequently. Just, that is just one of a long line of things that Hank Pym done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do, how do you, like, debug something and give it, give it sentience? It's a happy accident. I don't know, but yeah, he seems to have a lot of accidents that Pim. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you another happy accident that happened at the end of this episode. It involves <laughs> Pim and Ultron. Shortly after its completion, the robot de- uh, developed an irrational hatred of its creator and tried to destroy him. Humbling Oops. Pim, Ultron one hypnotized him to forget his robotic creation and evicted Pim from his own private laboratory <laughs> so it could undertake its process, its own process of remodification. So, mm. so so, basically what happened is Pim played himself, like, real <laughs> hard. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna just clean this up, and it's like, hey, hey, stop touching me. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, make my own body and uh, leave. So, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> also, um, I'm going to try to take over the world multiple times and actively destroy a, co- a country. 
uh, several times. Mm. Mostly Eastern European countries. Hmm. Uh, after uh, Ultron then constructed in quick succession four bodies to house its computer brain, each time expanding on Pym's original uh, concept of microcircuitry fabrication and heuristic programming to enhance its intelligence. The results was Ultron 5, a human a humanoid robot with a body constructed of titanium steel. Oh, so we're already on Ultron 5. Yeah, cuz it was Ultron 1 and it made four robots and then Ultron 5. Yep. Hmm. Um despite the technological advances that Ultron achieved, it was solely motivated by hatred towards Pym. Ultron 5 plotted the deaths of the Avengers, the team champions which Pym belonged to at the time. Uh, for this plan, he reorgan he reorganized the Masters of Evil under the identity of the Crimson Cowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the Masters of Evil were ultimately defeated by the Avengers, and the Crimson Cowl's identity as a robot was exposed. There was a big expose mm. all over the place. It's like, oh you know, this this dude's not a dude; it's a robot. It's a robot. Um, Ultron 5 escaped and undertook the creation of an android, which it would use as a weapon against the Avengers. Acquiring hmm. the prototype body from the original Human Torch, who was, oh. a, who was an android. Uh-huh. He was an android? The original Human Torch? Yeah, Johnny Storm is the second Human Torch. Oh, wow. And implanting it with the replicated ingrams of the then-dead Simon Williams. Ultron 5 created the synthesoid, which would later be called the Vision. Vision got married. Vision eventually sided with the Avengers against Ultron and helped battle his creator. Um, So, Hank Pym has a grandson, and it's... uh, Vision. Because Ultron uh, is his son. I get it. Yeah, it took a, <laughs> took a minute. Took a minute. <laughs> yep. The Vision has a real weird backstory, which I'm going to get into a little bit more. I've also mentioned that he had um, imaginary babies with uh, Wanda multiple times as well. Oh. Because it turns out like he can't make baby juice, so... Um, baby Wanda- gravy. And Wanda was just like, yo, I want I want babies real bad, but you can't make it, so I'm just gonna think real hard and make myself pregnant. Uh, <laughs> and she did. Wow. Yeah. She is quite a woman. Um, I went over it in some detail on my Scarlet Witch episode, if you wanna listen to that. <laughs> Soon after, the scientist uh Myron McLean uh developed the alloy adamantium which was the strongest, mm-hmm. most impervious mm-hmm. metals ever created by man, May, uh, basically, like, took over the Vision's mind to be like, yo, give me some adamantium and build me a new body. Oh. Uh, the Vision stole a vat of molten adamantium from S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, took it to his underground uh, headquarters, and then he poured it into, like, a special mold. And the new incarnation was Ultron 6. Uh, the Avengers surrounded Ultron with a barrier of the anti-metal vibranium, which is a vibranium that gets rid of vibranium. 
I mean, vibranium that gets rid of uh, adamantium. Huh. So vibranium trumps adamantium? In some ways. Actually, in almost every way. Okay, interesting. When Ultron 6 exploded, its indestructible body was flung (laughs) deep into the Earth. Uh, The Avengers were still unaware how strong adamantium is and assumed that the body disintegrated in the blast. It wasn't, because... As opposed to being thrown into the earth, yeah. And this is why you don't assume things. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, that's why why you double tap. You dig down all the way to the (laughs) molten core and be like, okay, I got every scrap of this this dumb robot that keeps on coming back. A few years later, Mm -hmm. the renegade inhuman Maximus uh, located Ultron's head, which became separated from the adamantium body in the explosion and brought it to the inhuman Great Refuge to experiment with it. Reviving its commuter consciousness, Maximus attached Ultron's head to the android body of Omega, formerly a receptacle of the emotional uh, animation of the labral drones called the Alpha Primitives, which is basically a slave race for the the Inhumans, which is also why they're awful, because they have a whole slave race, and uh, Hmm. Black Bolt, they have slaves. Like Black Bolt? And Medusa have sl- not brought up a lot, but you know the whole Terra Genesis thing they go yeah. through, like they they get the power through the mist thing. Some of some of them just turn into um, hmm. barely functioning, super strong people. And what they do is they enslave those people and make them do all the work they don't want to do. I would put the brain of I would put the robot brain in like the torso. Not the head. Well, you're, you're I feel not like the thinking head could uh, just fall in off. Star Trek rules where everything that's not us needs to look like exactly like us. But like with bits and bobs put on you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Maximus and Ultron yeah. 7 uh, plotted an attack against the Inhumans, the Fantastic Four and the Avengers, where they assembled for the writing of the Inhuman crystal in the X-Avengers uh, Quicksilver. Uh, the attack was foiled when young Franklin Richards, the son of Sue and uh, Reed, uh, basically did his whole God thing. It was just like, stop it. And then he stopped. Because Franklin Richards is a God. Stop it. I, He's a God? Like, I'm not joking. It's basically <laughs> a God. <laughs> like, he has, he has, he has mm. reality warping. Uh, powers on a cosmic scale, which means he's a god in almost every uh-huh. single way. He's just a very sweet boy. And sometimes he says, stop it, and mm-hmm. they just stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because he could literally un- erase them from all of existence, <laughs> by thinking. While it was still Ultron 6, Ultron had taken precaution of preparing an alt- uh, alternative adamantium body for itself, utilizing three mental- mentally enslaved uh, shield technicians as its pawn. After Ultron 7 was defeated, the Inhumans placed Ultron's hand in the custody Oops. of the Avengers, who took it back to New York. And eventually it came eventually it activated its new body by remote control. And um and Ultron left a replica of its own head. So so everyone would think it's was still in the laboratory they had it at. It's pretty smart art. The classic swap. The new Ultron, Ultron 8, um, 
subjugated the mind of Hank, uh, Hank Pym and started working on a robotic a robotic mate for himself. The brainwash Pym sent the uh, sent to oh. the Avengers was sent to the Avengers mansion as uh, Ant Man to provide a diversion so Ultron could kidnap uh, the Wasp, and then he programmed his robotics mates with the memories of the Wasp, and then killed the Wasp. So. So we're adding oh. another thing here where he took the <laughs> mind of his dad's girl wife to be his wife. wife. Oedipus. Yeah, yeah oh, that's what I was, was literally named Jocasta. Jocasta. <laughs> no, it was a very oblique reference. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, it's not even so undertone. It's, it's, it's just Got it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, but his robotic mate is called Jocasta. Right. Because of the whole thing, uh, the Avengers discovered the la- uh, discovered his laboratory, but then disrupted the uh, transfer. So full- Ultron was uh, left to flee without his wife, basically, or mate. I his mother say. wife. His mother wife. Yes. A few weeks later, uh, Ultron's creation, now called Jocasta, <laughs> spontaneously completed his programming and activated itself. Ultron uh, summoned Jocasta to the new base of operations. Uh, beneath a, a convent, but the Avengers followed the Scarlet Witch. I mean, followed the Scarlet Witch used her hex powers and calls Ultron's internal uh, molecular rearranger to malfunction. And Thor uses hammer to drain Ultron of its nuclear energy. And then Ultron's inert body was taken into custody and placed in an adamantium container, then buried. <laughs> Ultron. By the way, uh, we're going through 1 through 12. <laughs> okay. Right. I think we're at 7 by my count, right? No, we're at, we're at 8. So we have oh. a couple more. Ultron yeah. was prepared for this contingency. So he hypnotized Iron Man uh, who, who, uh, into following a complex series of uh, instructions to recreate a new adamantium body for Ultron's intelligence to animate. The Avengers learned of the latest Ultron, Ultron 9. And soon after, uh, soon after it was um, functional, and in the battle, and then battled within Stark International's uh, laboratory, where its adamantium body was cast. The Avengers knocked the robot into a vat of molten adamantium, which, once it's hardened, rendered Ultron totally immobile. Uh, Months later, Mm. Ultron, still trapped under the adamantium slag, managed to cybernetically connect to its mate, Jocasta, and her uh, and her to Stark International. So you keep saying mate, and is it more like of a companion, or are like they gonna actually mate as in to mate as like a verb? It says mate every single time it's in quotation marks. So I think this robot's horny for something <laughs> for something, but or it doesn't know. Wife. But it can't. Because it keeps on not making itself a robo dick. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> all that intelligence and yet You know, you could just just make yourself a dick. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Adamantium dick, oh my god. 
There, Ultron directed her to build a replica of the Molecule Rearranger, which permitted it to reshape the hardened adamantium. And once it was complete, she cast a new body for Ultron, which she projected his computer intelligence into. Uh, Ultron 10 began working on a series of spare adamantium bodies, not only to <laughs> use in backups in case of an emergency, <laughs> but also to serve as worker drones to exterminate humanity. Are each of them independently sentient, or are they just... They're basically... Or are they... They move, and they do things for him, and if he wants to, he can put his brain in them. Yeah, they just follow directions, okay? Okay. He completed casting six alternate bodies before his plans were opposed by the Machine Man. And Jessica and the Thing. Uh, Jessica and the Thing. Yeah. Uh, before he could program any of his duplicates, Machine Man reached inside of Ultron's mouth and ripped out the critical internal circuitry governing his nuclear power generator. And then that exploded and totally fusing his insides. But the adamantium body was undamaged. Uh, Jessica's um, robotic form, which was not made out of adamantium, was destroyed. Oh, rip. Uh, prior to the internal destruction, Ultron 10 projected his intelligence into the first of the series of replacement robotic bodies that fled from the building unnoticed. The thing unaware of that one of the spell bodies was uh, missing. Uh, took took the other spare uh, bodies and the dead body uh, to Mr. Fantastic, who used the Molecule Rearranger to dismantle the sick robots. Six robots and adamantium scrap. Ultron 11 was made his way across the country to Silicon Valley, again, manufacturing replica <laughs> bodies. If you, I think you get the what's happening here. Just mm -hmm. over and over again. It's just like, like, I don't know. Just blow up the earth. It's not worth it anymore. <laughs> there's always gonna be a. There's always gonna be an Ultron. Ultron never Ultron's dies. Ultron's like in the cloud now. <laughs> I was gonna say he's a lot of Wi-Fi, like projecting his mind everywhere. Ultron. Ultron Eleven replicated his programming in Ultron Twelve. So there's currently two Ultrons. At that point, Ultron Eleven was teleported from Earth. By the near omnipotent uh, Beyonder to join the Secret Wars. Um, then Ultron 11 was uh, attacked by those around him, Molecule Man. Basically, basically, it was just like, yo, get, e get at by the Galactus. And the Galactus was like, yo, I'm Adamantium. Galactus hungers. Yes. Mm -hmm. that, that's one of the things that he does. Yes. <laughs> he hungers. <laughs> uh, so Dr. Doom then reactivated um, uh, reactivated Ultron, his inert body, but used it as a guard. Um, Ultron was then defeated by uh, the Human Torch. So then Ultron was like discovered, and then the thing was just like, oh no, and then... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> then Ultron and then Ultron was like oh I'm gonna enslave all these natives on this made up planet by the beyonder and then like well, he made them build a giant robot army and then 
But then the reality of the planet deteriorated, and uh, he disappeared. Uh, but its head was severed um, off, and then ultra- see that's what I mean. And then the head is going to get found, and then they should have just kept it in the torso so that it stops getting severed. <laughs> it would help. It would help if you could just not have a thing that's easily severed. Right. Uh, Ultron Eleven's head was discovered by the thing, and then brought they brought him back with him when it teleported back to Earth, and then he dropped the head while battling some dire wraiths, and it was lost on the rubble. And then the, a Red Cross worker discovered the head, thinking that it was a har- harmless. Oh, that's unfortunate. Setting on the television set, then Ultron uh, tapped into the set's powers and compelled the woman to mail the head to a computer genius in California who lived near Ultron's most recent laboratory. Wait, why would you? Why would you just like you just find a random head, and then you're like, oh, this would look great on my TV. What? Like you know, honest, honestly, like if I was in the Marvel universe, I'd probably take all the weird stuff that was left oh after battles. Like, why not? They probably didn't know about I Ultron. Guess. Like he gets defeated almost as soon as he gets made. Again. She's like, so, oh, like, it'll be fine. Like, like they pro- she's like, I know. I'll send this to Mark Zuckerberg. I'll know <laughs> what to do with this. She was, she was, uh, she was hypnotized because it's one of the things he could do. But she wasn't hypnotized when she took the head home with her. It was just a robot head. Like, why Why mm-hmm. not take it? Then no one knows about Ultron except for the Avengers. Like, no one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Like, That's fine. He gets it's defeated okay. as soon as he makes himself again. Every Basically. single time. Like, it's not like he tried to take over the world or anything yet. Like, he never was able to get to that point. <laughs> no, he never was. Um, Then... Uh, Ultron 12, who was still alive, was working, uh, who he was working on when Ultron 11 was snatched, completed self-programming to the best of its abilities, and he justifiably believed that, uh, well, Ultron 12 justified believed itself to be the sole Ultron, because he didn't have the full memory of uh, Ultron 11's uh, memory banks. And was not and was uh, not ready to embark, uh, not as ready to embark on grandiose schemes as its immediate predecessor. Ultron Twelve outlined him itself with the Grim Reaper, which which is one of a person I'm going to talk about in the future. He's complicated. And I don't want to get into it right now. Um, <laughs> but he's G, no? Nope. Oh, uh, completely different. Not the anything- Y is silent. <laughs> uh- no, no, he's dead. So he's in the book The Dead. Mm. Oh. Yeah, all these characters are alive right now. I'm talking about. Then I talk about all the dead characters. Who oh. have are going to be alive after that book came out. But whatever. Okay. Huh. <laughs> uh, so in doing so, Ultron 12, I encountered Hank Pym and uh, tried to descri- destroy his father again again um, again yeah but then the rest but then so that he could have his mother wife <laughs> also i'm thinking like there's so many iterations like the ultron releases a new model like as frequently as they release new iPhones, iphones yeah <laughs> and they get like and they get like this they're pretty much like the same for like the last 10 years they just do like mm. minor things 
planned obsolescence. Ultron eleven, no bezels. <laughs> hey, we took out the we took out the headphone jack in this one. <laughs> so Ultron managed to escape after being defeated by West Coast Avengers. Then he began tell began to telephone Pym at to harass him. Uh, weeks and for weeks, and then uh, propose that the two reconcile their differences peacefully. Although suspicious, Pym uh, eventually agreed to meet Ultron 12 uh, and explained to him that he had evolved past the immature father hatred of its previous 11 incarnations, now calling himself Ultron Mark 12, a slightly more human sounding name. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, Pym was finally persuaded to forgive and accept uh, accept Ultron. And then, uh, but Pym was attacked by Ultron 12, who, unknown to Ultron 12, I mean, Ultron 11, and unknown to Ultron 12, uh, he was, uh, he left to, 12 left to the defense of Pym, and then 11, um. So 12 is not entirely bad then? No. Mm. Okay, and that is why Hank Pym is like, yeah, creation of mine that killed my wife. Defend well, me Technically, now. not that one. <laughs> it was like Mark 8 who killed his wife. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, com- there's a, it's complex, okay? So the, did 11 kill 12, or did 12 kill 11? Or neither? Neither. <laughs> basically, basically, like, basically, both eleven and twelve's like memories were like destroyed by Wonder Man, who was brought back from the dead, who is the mind of, who is the mind of Vision. Is Wonder mm. Man like a spokesperson for Bread as well? No, he's. <laughs> I don't want to get into Wonder Man either. He's a lot as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, so many like relatively unknown characters that are also very complicated uh-huh. for no reason <laughs> so far there hasn't been another Ultron at least at this time uh, I will tell you there's at least three more versions of him um, oh, wow. the current version of Ultron is actually fused with Hank Pym oh. fused fused Yes. Wow. And was eaten by Galactus. Okay. And by eaten, I mean there was a planet with him on it, and then Galactus was like, yo, Silver Surfer, if you be my herald again, I'll eat this world and destroy Ultron. And he's just like, okay, cool. Problem solved. No, it's not going to be solved, because he's going to come back and it's going to... But yeah, uh, he's 6'4". I mean, sorry, not 6'4", he's 6 foot. Weighs right. 535 pounds. Has red eyes, or optical optical imaging sensors are red. And it does robot stuff, which is basically magic, so I'm not going to go through that. <laughs> which is it's whatever it wants magic. to be. Robot it's, magic. It's whatever it wants to be. Robots and magic are useless to explain, because it's Endless whatever you potential. want. <laughs> so, so that's Ultron. Wow. Wow. That's yep. a lot. I'd still put the brain in the torso. 
Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd put it like, like I'd put like all the important stuff like maybe in a place that no one would like target normally. Mm. Like not His center mass. Not not center mass. Not center mass. Like maybe like one of the legs. In the pelvis. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you know you're done, and no one's just like, "Oh, I got rid of his head." It's like, it's like, "Ha, my leg! I'm a really angry leg." (laughs) 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 I'm gonna kick you with my angry leg. (laughs) That's sentient. (laughs) Thing else you can think about or want to talk about, Ultron. That made no sense. Uh, Make sense of that, please, and then respond. Uh, he's Ultron. He's Ultra. He's extra. He should be Extron. <laughs> it's it's definitely a thing that is a thing that will remain a thing. Into in the, the movie pre- series, mm. like Age of Ultron. What do you think about that representation? I I like the movie I think a lot more than other people did because the main thing is it felt like a comic event movie, like a comic event. It was a lot of like mm. really cool little vignettes. And I didn't think it was bad by any means. Um it was one of the few like movies I'm just like, hey, maybe add like 10, 15 seconds between these scenes and they'd probably be a little bit better. Cause like you'd have like really not harsh jumps, but you'd be like, okay, this, then this, then this, and it didn't like flow. Yeah. It they felt more like you're reading a lot. It 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 felt like you're reading individual issues of a comic that were loosely based on the same thing. Mm. So so yeah. Yeah, the Hulk the Hulkbuster fight was cool. Um, I like the, most of the fight teams were pretty cool. I don't know. It was, I liked it. I don't, I can't, I'm not <laughs> eloquent right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so Ultron, robot, basically magic, does whatever you right. want it to. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, Hank let's do plug- production. Yep. Let's do plugs. Well, I'm Lindsay, and Daniel is my co-host on a podcast called 33% Pulp, where we read pulp paperback novels uh, in thirds. So we'll have a guest host on, such as Jesse here, and we will read a book. Each of us will take a third and then recap it over three episodes. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of, I think people have called us, like, what do they call us? Part telephone, part book club, uh-huh, part... Yeah. Something else that I forget that's very (laughs) typical for, yeah, it's like part telephone, part book, and part something else that we don't actually know. Um, That's our show. You can find us on Twitter at 33 underscore pulp, on Instagram at 33 pulp, and our website is 33pulp.com. I have another podcast uh, called Creepy Critters. Um, Listen to that. If you want to see the people we're talking about, go to at Alphabet Flight on either Instagram or Twitter. Um, I have a Patreon, which will be linked in the description. And um, this has been Alphabet Flight. And please listen to Prince Day more. And don't toot that horn. Good night. Mm-hmm.